This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. It's the Jeremiah Show. Broken down and tired of living life on a merry-go-round, and you can find a fighter, but I see it in you, so we can walk it out. Welcome to the Jeremiah Show. Yes, it is me. Jeremiah does not sound like me, but I assure you, I assure you it is me. Maybe it's not. I don't know. We'll leave it a mystery. Uh, but welcome back, man. I've been out for uh, two weeks now. As you can tell, my voice is uh, not come back, but it's very uh, apropos. It's very uh, appropriate today. The voice and my voice. We're coming together here on this show today. I've got another uh, very, very special artist from The Voice Season 23 on the show today. And uh, we're, we're going to get to her in just a moment. I wanted to mention, though, if you're tuning in today, our good buddy Danny Trejo is out at UCSB tonight. He's an actor, producer, and entrepreneur. Uh, has some great restaurants Trejo's Tacos, so much so good. If you're in LA, check them out. Uh, Danny Trejo has had a life of crime, redemption, and Hollywood. Danny's incredible life story shows that even though we may fall short and down at some point in our lives, 
It's what we do when we stand back up that really counts. And that's a quote from Robert Rodriguez, the great American filmmaker, who I also had the pleasure of getting to know for three days on the movie Dusk Till Dawn with Danny and Quentin Tarantino and George Clooney. On screen, Danny Trejo is a baddie who has been killed at least a hundred times. <laughs> they want to kill this guy, but they just cannot kill him. Off screen, the actor, producer, and entrepreneur is a hero beloved by recovery communities and obsessed fans alike and i can have i can uh, attest to that we had danny on a few years ago and uh within five minutes we had like eighteen thousand hits on on the show and and likes and comments i mean that guy's got he's got he's got an army of fans there and well deserved the real danny trejo is much more complicated than the legend and you should go out to UCSB tonight and listen to his uh, at arts and lectures and and uh, hear his story. He's got more than 400 film credits, including Heat from Death Tell Dawn that I just mentioned and Spy Kids and the Machete franchises. Dr. D, do you remember when we interviewed him? He, I asked him, where is that machete? Do you really actually have a machete? He reaches behind his back on the couch mm-hmm. and pulls out. Like a five-foot machete. It was in the couch. <laughs> Tucked in the couch behind him. Uh, it's scary, man. Um, he's also got a burgeoning Trejo's Tacos empire. Danny's story is enough to make you believe in the possibility of a Hollywood ending, says the New York Times. Discover the full fascinating and inspirational story of his journey from prison addiction and loss to artistic expression and personal happiness. There are books out there from Chaucer's, and you can get them signed by Danny and uh, arrive early at dinner before the event. Campbell Hall, I wonder if it's Trejo's Tacos. I wonder if he brought some tacos from L.A. Uh, 6 p.m. to 7.30 p.m. for tacos, yes, tamales, pupusas, and more. But these are from Malubia's Kitchen. And, uh, yeah, check it out. Danny Trejo, uh, 7.30 tonight. Tickets for the general public, 20 to $35. And if you're a UCSB student, 10 bucks. Go say hi to our buddy Danny Trejo. And now let's get right into my special guest. I don't want to wait any longer for her. Uh, NBC's The Voice. You guys love it. You know it. They're in season 23. We've been with them since season 16. Uh, NBC's Mondays and Tuesdays. 8 p.m., 8, 7 central, every uh, Monday and Tuesday there's a new episode, and you can catch it on Peacock the very next day. So uh, The Voice is America's best undiscovered talent, and they go head-to-head on teams led by four of today's biggest musical icons who compete against each other while mentoring these inspiring singers in search of the next superstar voice. So here we go. Let me, uh, without further ado, welcome, help me welcome, Vanessa Simone on hashtag Team Chance. Welcome, Vanessa. Oh, thank you for having me. I'm so glad to be here. I got to say, and I, Dr. D, tell me what you think. You have the prettiest hair of anybody that's ever been on this radio show. Oh, thank you. <laughs> what do you think, Dr. Yes, you agree? absolutely. As a matter of fact, anytime I see any any gal that's colored her hair, I saw one gal with rainbow color. Oh, no, that's natural. <laughs> that's natural? That's natural. Okay. I'm no, but it's beautiful. I love it when the creativity comes out and they do these wonderful things, uh, coloring the hair and so forth. I think it's fantastic. 
You know, since how, I can't do it. <laughs> yeah, you can. Doctor D's got a hat on, and there's a reason for that. <laughs> um, you are among the many proud, uh, beautiful bald men there, Doctor D. In the world, um, Manessa. So welcome, and you know, you know how they have uh, what do they call it? EGOT, where you get an Oscar and a, a Tony and a Emmy, and all. I, I forget the. I may have it wrong. You have that same thing, but in, in the in with the word beautiful. Okay, beautiful hair, beautiful smile, beautiful voice, and you're such a beautiful artist. We're going to find out if you're a beautiful person on this show today, <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm sure you won't disappoint. I have a feeling. Uh, I thought we'd do something a little bit different here today. We, you know, normally when we interview an artist from The Voice, it's such a great exper- um, experience. But I don't talk about the uh, with the artists. We really don't talk about the process and the procedures at the voice. And I know we can't talk about too much. Um, and I don't want you to give away anything you can't give away. But I want to hear from you as an artist the perspective of that that decision, that very first decision to uh, to go on the voice, and then how you got there. Can you tell us a little bit about that, Manessa? And give, you know, people that are out there listening, artists such as yourself are going, how do I get there? How do I get that long road to the voice? It seems like an impossible dream. Was it an impossible dream for you? And then how did you get there? Well, um, I say that at one point in my journey, I thought that it would be impossible because I've auditioned for the voice about um, three times in total. The first time was in 2018 and I went there in person and I didn't even get a, I didn't go to the next round. And then the second time was in 2022 and I got blessed to even be in front of those three coaches, um, you know, Gwen Stefani, Camila Cabello, Blake Shelton and John Legend. And I didn't get a chair turn. And then I, I came back this season and I got to get a chair turn. So it's really about your determination and um, how committed you are to your craft. You really have to have the passion because if you don't, a lot of people would have been gave up. So it's really about just pursuing it and just keep going until until you get your yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, let's go back to, to three different questions I had as you explained that process. So do you apply somewhere or do you send in a tape? Well, uh, how do you how do you get to the point where you go to uh, to the actual first audition? Because there's thousands of people there, right? From what yes. I understand, where was that? Can you say where that was and how you got you know how you got to that point to where you the first time, second time? Yes. So you go on um, the voice thevoice.com, um, and you can audition through there. You have to put in your artist okay. name and you have to put in your submission for they have certain like dates where you can go and audition. And I auditioned in October uh, of 2021, I believe. Yeah, 2021. That was the very first one. It's when I actually auditioned for season 22 and um, I go in there and do it. And then, you know, they'll let you know if they want to take you to the next round or they're not going to call you back. And they called me back. And then after that process, they asked me, could I sing um, three songs? I believe one upbeat and the other two were kind of like whatever I wanted to do. And I submit that in. And then I also had to do an interview with a producer. Like it's just a whole process. Yeah. 
way before you even get to the stage. But um, that process is really fun because you kind of get to experience it a little bit before you actually get to really experience it. So, yeah, that's how you um, get started. You just have to go and audition on their website. I had a friend years ago who uh, it was in L.A. at the somewhere at the Civic Auditorium or somewhere. And she she said she walked in and there's just a sea of people and they were there all day. And then she didn't get past that first round or whatever that process that you just described. But I've always thought, I mean, I'm so interested in the behind the scenes. And I know we can't talk about a lot of it, but just the process from your perspective and you get there um, and now you're now you're there. So. Uh, explain to me a little bit about if you're a first time viewer of The Voice, can you explain what happens first? So it's you go audition, then you get, if you get past that, it's blind auditions, right? Yes. Yes. Well, it's like two or three auditions before you even get that callback to go out to L.A. and audition. So after those three, then you'll hear something from them. And then they would um, if the producers, you know, all agree to take you to the next, you know, then they will you say call you actually and say, hey, we would love for you to come out for your blind audition and you'll come out. And then like that's when the whole experience just just gets crazy. crazy so then good. what happens if you make it past blind auditions? What's the next one? Is that the knockouts? Yeah. So after you make it past blind auditions, then you go to battles, which is battles. the round we had just finished, actually. So battle rounds is kind of like the next round. And then after battles, it's the knockouts. And normally the format would be knockouts and then go straight to the lives. But this they're doing something different this season. Yeah. Where, by the way, you're I wanted to set that up a little bit. Uh, you can tell us about it. But this is the first time ever on The Voice. And you were the first artist, right, that this happened to. Yes, 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 okay, yes. Explain. And that's the playoff um, pass, which during your battles, if the coach can't really find the sole winner of that battle, he could use his playoff pass on one artist and take the other artist to the knockouts. So what happened to me, Sorella got taken um, to the knockouts and I got the playoff pass, which means I got to skip the knockouts and go straight to the playoffs. So that's really cool. It's really cool. It's like a great chess game, right? Like you got moved forward, you knocked them all out um that's awesome congratulations by the way and that's so neat to have you on here that's the first time they've done that and that uh that happened to you how did that feel what that what was that was that like it felt like a, a breath of fresh air <laughs> yeah i bet i always hate the questions of how did that feel it felt good dummy <laughs> but yeah and, uh, of course it felt good <laughs> but I, I i just imagine that wow that must be uh so exciting for you and uh, what, what was such a, so exciting for your family, it looked like. Yes. So yeah, well, going back to uh, you were on The Voice 2022, and now you're back in 2023. Um, you had a chair turn. You're, you're, you're moving along, and you're, you're, you're really getting a chance to show what you can do and uh, you know, what you are as an artist, who you are as an artist. And uh, so, so nice to watch that journey with you. Um, does that happen often? I cannot recall, I'm sure it's happened, where an artist is able to, you make it back the very next year. 
Again? Yeah, that hasn't happened. I'm the like very first one yeah, and did. another contestant named Tiana. I think we're both from season 22 and we got called back like right after. So that's, that's incredible. Crazy. Yeah, usually I thought they'd give it a couple of years or something to let you yeah. try. But, you know, that's so so you're just breaking all the ceilings there, all the glass ceilings, <laughs> <laughs> the voice. Uh, so cool. Very, very cool. Okay, so let's talk about you a little bit and get to know you as an artist. Again, you're on Team Chance, hashtag Team Chance. Um, <laughs> so that the performance in season 22, uh, excuse me, 2022, last season 22, and year 2022, uh, that performance you've mentioned, you know, you just weren't, you didn't think it was your best performance. Um I imagine you're, are you more critical on yourself than anybody is? Are you, yes, yeah. I am. <laughs> what did you want to, well, you know, what would you have changed if you could? In a way, though, let me, before you answer that, what, I think everything happens for a reason and you get to the spot you're supposed to be at at that time for that for a reason. There's some sort of a reason behind it. And even if, and, and here you are, look at what's, what you're accomplishing. You know, maybe... Um, Maybe it was good enough, and it was a, you know, a great performance. But what did you think about it? Like, what would you have changed? Okay, so I I think that I I could at least got one chair turn. Um, <laughs> That's what you changed the chair turns, of course. Another stupid question by Jeremiah. <laughs> I thought we could at least got at least one chair, and you know they didn't turn around or whatever. But um, what I thought, I think. It was just my mindset, I think, that I should have changed, um, that I wish I could have changed. And I changed for this season that I'm currently on now. But um, I think it was just my mindset. I was just in my head a lot um, before I even got on stage. But mm -hmm. um, I, I mean, I got through it, though. So that's important. Is that a killer for you? The, the the mindset, your mind works against you, like all of us, right? Our mind is our sometimes our worst enemy. Our fears are our own perspective of ourselves. We can we can psych ourselves out. Is that what happened to you? I just was, yeah. I was just sitting in my head a lot, like I was just overthinking everything instead of actually just enjoying and feeling the song. You know, yeah. I think that's kind of where things kind of like. I couldn't really fully connect all the way with the song because I was too much like in my head. So I that's wanna, something that I wish I would have changed. Yeah. And, and we're get, I want to ask about that in just a second, but I wanted to make one quick comment before we move on. The, uh, you, you mentioned I would have loved for the chairs to turn. That would be one thing I'd change about that, that moment. Uh, this makes sense. I get that. If I were one of the judges, though, I think I would be enjoying the music so much that I would forget to hit, turn my chair. Have you considered that maybe all the judges were just enjoying your music and they forgot to turn? <laughs> yeah, that's a good way to think about it. <laughs> yeah, they were just enjoying you. And they're like, oh, we're on a TV show. We're supposed to turn our chair. Too late. Buzzer, buzzer went off. Let's think of it that way. Um, <laughs> so what type of pressure do you put on yourself as an artist? What are some of the things, if you don't mind sharing, I know this is all very personal, but I, I, I feel that the reason we are on air, the reason we are talking to you, is we're sharing experiences and, and stories that, that help 
you help me when, with some of your answers and your, your, your viewpoint on the world and the viewpoint on different per, perspectives on things. And I, I know there are listeners out there that have the same fears and doubts and, and, and they look at you like, look how brave she is. Look how great she is. And when you, if you can speak to these, some of these things that are personal to you, uh, I think you're, you're helping others as well with your voice. Thank you. What um, are some, one thing, yeah. One thing I could say is I'm, I'm definitely uh, critical. I think it's because of the, the classical operatic training and how we have to sing exactly what's written. And if we don't, it's like wrong, you know, um, me being that vocal major, I think that's where that overcritical um, thing is coming in. But when I got on the voice and then also not getting the chairs turned, just kind of made it worse, honestly. Mm-hmm. And like now I'm kind of like having a battle between the two. Um, but uh, I've overcame it in some ways because I had to realize that I've studied the voice. I studied my voice for years. Like, and that's like, I know my voice more than anybody. And I shouldn't give anyone that much power to define like who I am as an artist and who I am as a vocalist to tell me, oh, you didn't sing this correct or you didn't sing this right. Not saying that I can't take um constructive criticism I can it's just also staying grounded just with who I am and just knowing that no matter what that you still are a great vocalist and that you know you're gonna go far no matter what happens on the show so yeah I love that that is so so well said she is a beautiful person so we can give her all five now Dr. D (laughs) (laughs) um Manessa Simone, we're going to take a real quick break. She's our very special guest today. Um, and we will be right back, but we're going to take you to break when when she uh, uh, goes against Sorrell on Adele's Someone Like You on the voice battles. Uh, enjoy. Here it is. We'll be right back. Hello. My name is Vanessa Simone. I'm 22 years old, and I'm from Dallas, Texas. Oh, yeah! I actually was here last season. Um, I'm back. And I'm so grateful. Let's go. <laughs> all right, Texas. Man, oh, man. Manessa, that's a beautiful name, first of all. Thank you. Second of all, oh, crazy. They didn't turn around. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. This is the biggest blessing of the whole show so far. I can't believe I just got you like that. Thank you. Your vocals are insane. Your breath control is insane. The tone of your voice is just so specific and unique. And I think towards the end, I felt operatic, like tone too. I was a music major for like two to three years and I study opera. That's where I learned. Let the battle begin. Oh, sick song, Chai. Someone like you, someone like you, I wish I 
Shadow Stevens. While I'm doing this and that and the other thing at the very same time, I'm having a great time on the Jeremiah Show, the greatest show in the history of the world. For the love of God, subscribe. No, seriously, subscribe. Hey there, I'm Caleb. I'm Becca. And I'm Joshua. And, and we, we are a girl named Tom. And we just released our very first Christmas album called One More Christmas. It's streaming everywhere and we hope you love it. Go to girlnametom.com to hear more of our music, buy merchandise, and learn about our story. You're listening to The Jeremiah Show. Hey everybody, it's Tim Stack from It's Radio with TV's Tim Stack telling you, asking you to watch the show Sprung on Freevee, Amazon's new free channel. I promise you it's funny, it's got heart, and my shoulder appears in episode three. Welcome, Los Angeles. The Jeremiah Show is now on Radio Candy Radio. Discover a world of emotions, your digital radio. The Jeremiah Show airs 10 p.m. Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. RadioCandyRadio.com There is no distance Cannot be covered over and over. You're not defenseless. Oh, I'll be your shelter. I'll be your warmer. I hear you whisper underneath your breath. I hear your asshole. Welcome back to the Jeremiah Show. Uh, we are talking right now with our very special guest, Manessa Simone. And we came in, let me tell you what we came in with, with Rescue. Um, this was the 2022 Blind Edition, uh, Manessa, that we just played. And uh, we've been talking a little bit about here with Manessa. So she didn't get a chair turn on that season, but she did not give up. She was brave. She conquered her fears and her internal doubts and came back hotter than ever on season 23. Uh, it's just been an incredible journey so far, it sounds like. And we're so happy and so honored to have you on the show. Just in case you're joining us on the radio, we are talking about NBC's The Voice season 23. New episodes drop every Monday and Tuesday, 8, 7 Central, and the next day on Peacock. Peacock. <clears throat> Noivus is on the, on, the, on the show here as well. He's joined us. We've got two of you guys. We've got, we got artist 
uh, plural or double or double vision here. Hey, no, it was very good to see you. Hey, no, Eva. <laughs> sorry. Um, all right. So, Manessa, let, let's talk about. Um, let's talk if you don't mind let's continue with the theme we, we we left at break where we're talking about just the internal doubts the and which can drain your mental wellness and your your outlook and affect your health and so many other things i love to see what's happened in the last couple of years where athletes and celebrities uh and everyday people are starting to talk about this because it's such an important topic uh and it you know our brain and our our mental wellness is is, is the most important thing really i mean it really uh you know when you're too tired my voice went out for 10 straight days as you can probably hear it just came back on sunday and a lot of that was from overworking myself and not having you know clarity mental my mental wellness my it affects your physical and i like that we're breaking down the stigma. People like you, Manessa, who, who openly talk about this and speak about your experience, which makes the experience normal and natural. We all go through it, and it becomes this open conversation and something you don't have to be ashamed of. So I appreciate um, you know, anything that you have to say about this because I think you've got fans and you've got listeners out there who at this very moment may need to hear something before you uh we talk about that i wanted to direct listeners also to a great radio show and podcast that richard dr d and i uh produce for mariel hemingway and melissa yamaguchi it's called outcomes the sun and on every episode they explore ways to uh different perspectives from exercise to uh, to doctors, to different ways that you can improve and help yourself with your mental wellness. So I'd encourage you to check that out. It's called Outcomes the Sun. In your opinion, Vanessa, how important is it to advocate and to speak up regarding the stigma around mental wellness? Is it something that you're conscious about or or is it just something that, that you need to do to for yourself? Yes, um, I think that it's both. Um, it's very important because you on the show, you see a very small segment of what happens and all of it is just like butterflies and unicorns. But really behind the scenes, like, you know, I had so many mental breakdowns, like nobody really knew that yeah. because I wasn't so sure if I was going to get a chair turn. Like it takes you through so much like mental and emotional, like stress really like and it's very important i want to be able to share that with everyone else to know that you know yes i'm on the voice but like i'm still human and you know to share that with other artists that they're not alone and that um these things actually happen and these things are actually real so um i think that is a great way for me to connect with other people and to let them know like you know this is not this is not just, you know, a happy thing all the time. It's like, I am also like a human being and that I, I deal with like mental, you know, things with my mind as well. So, yeah. Yeah. I imagine the pressure is so great. And the, you you are a, a music artist really is putting themselves out there, right? You're, you're, I mean, you, in the most basic way, you're on stage and you're in front of an audience 
and you are hoping that they, an audience of, of fellow human beings going through things that you're going through in different ways, but we all experience the same things ultimately and whatever our fears for a relationship, our fears for uh, is our business gonna, going to succeed? Can I succeed as a music artist, a songwriter, a director? Whatever it happens to be, we all go through those self-doubts. And, and then what I don't like to see is that a lot of times that's manifested in a way that uh, we are we we put down other people to make ourselves feel better, and I've you know the, I think with the social media that's happened a lot, so it's added another layer as an artist, and you're putting yourself out there on stage and you're saying, "This is me, and this, I'm doing the very best I can, and I want to please you." Uh, but but uh, it, it, you're going through a lot, you know, you're going through a lot. Do you fi- have you found through this journey of yours? And self-discovery as an artist, as a voice, have you found methods or anything that works well for you? you um, I, I say what what helps me currently right now is journaling, and also like I am now like in the process of like seeking more therapy and getting help. So I think that's something that you know is very important. And I have a great friend that actually you know introduced me to that so i'm super grateful for him which is noiva so yeah he's a great friend and he's been really like supportive and i think he's one of the people that has been like you know helping me through this whole process because you know me and both are like experienced kind of a similar thing just on two different shows so yeah noiva that's a great compliment from Anessa, what do you what are your thoughts on that and on this topic? Yeah, yeah, I'm just sitting here and I'm I'm enjoying the conversation because um, you know I really believe that she deserves you know everything that she's getting right now um, because it's it's her hard work, you know, her hard work and her her work ethic is what what got her where she is right now, and so I just I didn't want to say anything. I just wanted her to her, her to get out whatever she needed to. Um, but I'll say for sure, um, I will go ahead and brag a little bit and say that I, I knew that her battle round was definitely going to get a, get her a playoff pass. Um, I, I actually told her before that, that, that morning or that night before I was like, you're probably going to win the playoff pass. Like there's no doubts in my mind. Um, and she did. And she earned it. And um, it just ended up being cake on the top of the, you know, the icing on top of the cake that she got to be the first to get the playoff pass. And so that's that's really, you know, a testament to the person that she is and, you know, where hard work can get you. Um, You know, we do have a lot in common. You know, when it when when it comes in, uh, comes to dealing with mental health issues and um, unfortunately in the black community, um, mental health uh, is kind of looked down upon. It's not something that we really like to talk about because unfortunately in the day and age that, you know, our parents and our parents, parents were raised. It was just, you know, you need to shove it down and keep keep going keep pushing yourself like no no need to work no no need no time to focus on that 
when we have to take care of our family. No time to focus on that when we need to have money in order to survive. Um, so it's you know now becoming an epidemic in the black community and unfortunately um you know time and time again we see suicide rates go up in our community because of us ignoring those issues um i personally dealt with that myself my first cousin who i literally grew up with committed suicide um just a year and a half ago so that is something that is very important for me to talk about now as an advocate for um, you know, therapy in general, because I honestly feel like that's something that is kind of swept under the rug mm -hmm. a lot in our community. Mm -hmm. Um, just to kind of get, you know, <laughs> to some of the things that that you talked about. Um, honestly, my the whole the whole point of me even meeting Manessa and meeting some of the other contestants um, and kind of being a an advocate for them was because of the fact that I have already done this before. I was on American Idol twice and both of those times um, I was a fan favorite on the show, but unfortunately didn't get as far as I hoped I would and hoped that, that other people hoped I would. And um, when that happened, you know, having that expectation that you're going to do some really great things and then it doesn't happen, that can take a toll, you know, on your mental health. Um, and so then on top of that, another thing that Manessa and I both have in common is we both lost a sibling. And so that in itself is something that, you know, it can can also, you know, affect your mental health. Um, so that's why i connected with her very very quickly throughout this whole process and throughout this competition um it it hasn't it hasn't been a competition to either one of us um in that sense either it, it, because we we recognize that you know music technically isn't a competition it's not you know it's you have to remember that this is a tv show and you know at some point they turn it into a competition, but it doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be between the people who are in that competition. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so yeah. that's how we treat it. And so that's why I'm very thankful that, you know, we met and I've been able to kind of, you know, plant some seeds um, for her and also keep her encouraged, you know, throughout this process because, you know, and then validate her because, you know, unfortunately, there's times where you start to question yourself and you think like, man, like, do I even deserve to be here? You get what they call imposter syndrome and you feel like you just like you're not here for that for a reason. But it's always good to have someone who's been in those shoes before and can can validate you and put you in a position where where you can think and really and realize that you do deserve to be here just as much as anyone else. Yeah, well said in, in that perspective. I appreciate you sharing that um, with us, uh, you know, the perspective on mental wellness in your community and, and the African-American community and, you know, what what you're going through, what you're experiencing. Um, and, and this is what's so important, I think, is breaking that stigma down and hopefully just having a conversation. The other thing I really liked about this was that, uh, you know, through the voice, 
whether or not it's a television show or competition, it the voice uh, I've you know worked with artists and talked to artists for many seasons now, and you guys have something in common which I've really loved uh, that you go in and give it your all. You you have these doubts, these fears, and you conquer those, and you <clears throat> get on a stage in front of millions of people around the wor- world, and um, whether or not you win it or or you just get to through the auditions and don't even get on television or you get on television you don't get a chair turn and then you get a chair turn whatever whatever um i guess time for you is right whatever whatever uh whatever you get to whatever journey, you know where your journey starts and ends it's a it's this great experience and and um and i just feel like that that hope is what artists bring on the voice that I feed off of, that listeners feed off of, the music and the hope, and that anything can be possible. So I do love uh, that you guys have come together through that television, this television show we're talking about, The Voice on NBC, um, but also that you've become friends and that you may have not ever crossed paths, you know? And then the final thing I want to say is that through friendship, from, from what I'm hearing from you, is that Vanessa found a friend in you and you and her, and you guys were able to <clears throat> communicate and and bond and relate to each other and share experiences that have actually helped your growth as an artist. Is that fair? Yeah, absolutely. I, I just think it's amazing. I, I, I Thank you for sharing the stories. Vanessa, we still got a little bit more with you. I'm going to take a real quick break here so we can keep going. And um, we'll catch you on the other side. I've got two very special guests today uh, from NBC's The Voice Season 23, Vanessa Simone and Noivis. Uh, we'll be right back. I want to remind you that Vanessa is available to steal. Vanessa, anything you want to say to Chance? Chance, I just want to say that you have been truly a blessing to me. I'm just so grateful for just being in this moment. Manessa, her journey is crazy, and I think she was meant to be here at this time. You deserve it, man. You're amazing. And now Manessa has my one and only playoff pass. She's heads and tails above the competition in my eyes. She has the strongest voice. She has the experience of being on this stage before, and I think Manessa totally deserved to skip the next round. I love Chance. What I think about Chance, I think that he's amazing. Oh, you're amazing. (laughs) Welcome, Somerset, England. The Jeremiah Show is now on Core Radio. Keep on rocking to the core. Core Radio. The Jeremiah Show airs at 10 p.m. Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. CoreRadio.rocks. It is Cam Anthony here. Make sure you find me on Spotify where you can find all of my latest music. And make sure you tune in to The Jeremiah Show. Hi, it's me, Vanessa Simone. I'm 23 years old and I'm tuning on NBC The Voice to catch me on Team Chance to see what happens on my journey. And also tune in on The Jeremiah Show. I'm going to be doing some interviews with him today and I'm super excited. Also, my Socials is Manessa Simone on all platforms. See you then. And we're back with 
The Jeremiah Show. Just like the river, I've been running. It's been a long, long time coming. Yeah. But I know, no, no. The oh so is gonna come. Oh, yes, it will. Welcome back to the Jeremiah Show. We're talking with uh, two very special and talented artists from The Voice Season 23 on NBC. You can check it out on Mondays and Tuesdays, 8, 7 Central on NBC and streaming the very next day on Peacock. We've got Manessa Simone, beautiful voice, and Noivas, uh, talented, talented guitar player, and a, another beautiful voice, two that are becoming fast becoming my favorites. Um I wanted to finish up, Manessa, with just a couple of uh, questions here. During you, you've said that you struggle with your self worth during, uh, you know, during your childhood, your schooling, um, and then you found the choir in middle school. And tell me about that and what, how, how everything started to turn for you at that point, and why. Yes. Um... I just started to just fall in love with music and fall in love with singing it. I was surrounded around people that love to do what I love to do. So it really just became just so, I don't know. I just started to find who I was and just who I am as like a person, you know, I found myself in it because I loved it so much. So um, not having my father in my life, kind of that's what the insecurities came from and the rejection and, um, I noticed that the the audience loved, you know, the way that I shared my gift with with them. And that's something that I was like, oh, wow, like they loving this. OK, well, then let me keep doing this, you know, <laughs> and let me keep singing. And I, I just started to just love it more and more and more. So that's how that whole thing transpired. That's great. I'm glad you found it. And we're, we're, we're better off for that, that you found music. Isn't that amazing how people, when they're, when we're positive and when we support each other, you can, they changed your whole life by, by just loving what you were doing and your voice. Just amazing. It's just a, the power that we all have, you know, we never forget that. Let's use it for good, not bad. There's my lecture. I'm off the soapbox. Um, <laughs> okay. So you do, in my opinion, 
Vanessa, you are, you have one of the most important jobs on the planet, teaching and giving kids a good foundation to turn out to be good people. Um, you are a preschool teacher. Let me, let me do a little out out. <laughs> so does music play a big role in your classroom with the kids? And if so, how? Yes. Um, well, the way that it works is like the the whole entire daycare is connected with a church. It's like two like in, in there together. So um, they also like their parents go to this church as well. So they would see me lead worship and sing on stage and they'd be like, oh, my gosh, Miss Vanessa. And then also when I come into the classroom, they also get to experience me and we would sing like our ABCs, the days of the month. Um, if they like during holidays like Christmas or something like that, we would do like little jingles here and there. We do crafts and just them seeing my story um, for the past year and a half, two years that's this been happening. Um, it's teaching them that to never give up and to know that they have a voice and that they shouldn't let no one define it for them and that they should, you know, create that lane for themselves. So um, that's how all of that kind of goes into play in the classroom, you know. So that's something that I really enjoy doing because I didn't really get to have that when I was a child. So I definitely want to make sure that I can, you know, instill that and pour that into the little kiddos. Yeah. Um, My mom has a, a daycare for edu uh, infant care. So for, from like uh, six months to a year to five before then, then she sends them to you. Uh, and they, she brings over musicians and, and the kids just go crazy. What, just in awe, like silence and like, wow, look at the, you know, look at the violin or the guitar or the, uh, the, um, one of the guys that comes over plays a um, bagpipes and it's just they just love it and I th the international journal of critical illness and injury science found that intensive care patients suffering from pain as well as anxiety depression and sleep disturbances benefited and were healed in part from classical music that's amazing yeah i believe that do, do you think that music uh, affects the development of the children that you take care of, the music that you introduce them to? Yes, most definitely. Yes. Yes, I do. All right, Vanessa, it's been so great talking to you. Do you want to hang out? Can you hang out for a little bit while we talk to Noiva, or do you have to go? Yeah, sure. Oh, sure. Good, That's good. okay. That's good. okay with Noivis. <laughs> I'm liking hanging out with you guys. <laughs> Noivis, we're going to come right back from the break. We're gonna, Noivis is uh, on Team Chance, but then Blake Shelton stole him during the battles. We'll be right back. from my name is Sabian right wow but my stage name is Noiva it's my name spelled backwards no oh, that's cool you are an incomparable talent yo and I would love to give you the platform to show yourself to the world I think you're a voice of this generation that deserves to be heard to be honest I actually blocked Blake <laughs> did you know it was me really yes because your smile from ear to ear when you looked at me <laughs> I'm really taking it in this season. So even the blocks, I appreciate that because you're threatened by me. <laughs> so I'll take that as a compliment. 
You made that song yours. I would love to have you represented on my team. I remember about 2016, you made a challenge go viral. And I actually was inspired by you to do my own, like just for the first time ever. I was like, you know what, I'm gonna just try to rap. It went viral on social media. And I would have never expected that I could try to, to rap a little bit, but I thank you for inspiring me to do that. Oh, God. <laughs> it's going down. Blake, can you just do the finger thing for me? That's right. I'll uh, do it for you. Yes, man. I've always wanted to see that. I was going to coach you to be able to do this. Hey, do you know what? He's my dad now, and he's coached me to do it. <laughs> so I'm doing it. I don't know if you know this, but I've won this show a few times. And I'm just saying, I have a TV show. You want to perform a TV show? I'm just saying. I... Is that legal? I'm well, gonna, I, I don't, don't like the legal, way this is going right now. <laughs> Also, I can rap. Uh, <laughs> I just don't share that with the world. But I think the key thing will be having a coach that's familiar with a show like this and knowing right, how to navigate. All right, I'm just saying. I don't like the way that this is starting to feel like a competition. <laughs> it is. Obviously, no, no, no. You only have one choice. You got Chance right here. <laughs> you still got Chance over here. <laughs> You got Chance right here. Oh, wow. And even though my boy is blocked, you got Chance right here. <laughs> that Chance doing Make all the right. right choice, my boy. I'm going to give you all the space. <laughs> I want you to win this show, and I want you on Team Chance, man. Wow. Okay. Who will win this Team Chance battle? Will it be the 30-year-old from Texas, Norva? Or the 24-year-old from Indiana, Ray UL. Let the battle begin. Shivering inside oh. 
Check out Jeremiah's top 10 new artist picks on Radio India Alliance each week. The Radio India Alliance is a chart service that allows indie recording artists an opportunity to have chart placements. We don't charge. We support RadioIndiaAlliance.com. Hey, what's up? It's Carter Rubin. I was privileged enough to be crowned the winner of season 19 of The Voice. You can go listen to my music on Apple Music, iTunes, YouTube Music, and Spotify, and you're listening to The Jeremiah Show. Hey, it's Tim Stack, and having been in show business for so long, I have a lot of really funny friends, and you can hear them all on It's Radio with TV's Tim Stack. That's part of The Jeremiah Show. So listen. Today I am singing A Change Is Gonna Come by Sam Cooke. This song is very important for me personally. It traces throughout the lineage of my own family. My name is Noiva. I'm 30 years old, and I currently live in Hutto, Texas. I have one daughter, Bella. Absolutely love that little girl, and I have another one on the way. I love being a girl dad. I want my children to look back on this one day and say, Dad didn't give up on his dream, so why should I? A Change Is Gonna Come is the perfect song for this moment. It was the first song I ever played on the guitar. And my father, he grew up in Jim Crow, Mississippi, in a time of widespread racism. I am very familiar with uh, colored only signs. I was the only black boy that integrated the white school, so I waited for a change. My grandfather, they tried to burn down his church. I remember singing that song for him before he passed away. He told me, this reminds me of the happiest times in my life and some of the worst times in my life. And if that isn't the perfect definition of what it was like to be black in this country, that's one reason why I wanted to sing this song. I am dedicating my performance to not only my daughters, but my father, my community. Our next artist is entering now. I just want to honor those who came before me. Welcome back to The Jeremiah Show. I am here with two very special guests from NBC's The Voice Season 23, uh, Manessa, Simone, and Noiva. Noiva, um, what what is your you were telling me off air but i want you to tell me again for the listeners because i'm sure they're curious it's french you tell me the, the your name and yeah. i thought i saw something where you said it was your name spelled backwards but yeah it's something yeah. So my name is savion but i wanted to kind of have a rebirth uh, as an artist i haven't sang and performed in almost six a little over six years and so 
kind of coming back into music for me is like a rebirth moment because I'm a I'm, I've evolved. I'm a different person. I'm no longer you know the Savion that everyone remembered from American Idol and you know the way that I was before. And so that was kind of my re rebirth. So mm -hmm. I said, you know what, I'm going to flip my name backwards. And what does and it mean? Instead in, uh... of Savion, I'll go by Noiva, which is French. And that French is uh, like Noi and Ba means I will not go in French. Oh, and yeah. I thought that was a really cool way to kind of bring my new alter ego <laughs> into existence. I love it. <laughs> well, I, I mean, and look, it's playing out. It's playing out in real life in the real time because you were on Team Chance and then Blake St Shelton stole you during the battles. But look at, I mean, stop for a second there, pause. You just got back into music after six years. You've re, you've got this rebirth, this re-energy, and you have been on two of the world's some of the world's best musicians uh, and music icons out there. You've been to, you've been t picked by both of them. How do, I'm not going to ask you how that feels. <laughs> I know it feels great, <laughs> but what does that mean that you were stolen? What is and uh, as as an artist, do you like that or do you go? I mean, tell me the the process there and the and the and the mental maneuvering you're doing to please these two judges and and then learn from them. Yeah. So the cool thing about it was, or the 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 thing that made me like really chill about you know, regardless of how that situation was going to play out, I feel like me and Ray um, in our battle, I felt like either one of us was going to get a steal. Um, and so I kind of harken back to when, um, I did my blind audition and, um, you saw when chance, like, you know, I got a four chair turn and he blocked Blake and like that whole situation that happened where he basically, you know, tried to convince me to jump onto his team and, um, he he said something to Kelly that caught my attention that I didn't even know he said this because, you know, I was in the back after, you know, after the fact. And he told Kelly, he said, chess, not checkers. <laughs> and I was like, huh, interesting, you know, and then it just kind of came to my mind. And I was like, that's really interesting that he said chess, not checkers. And then now thinking about the situation of me and Ray on uh, during the battle rounds. And I was like, man, like, I just kind of have a feeling that both of us are going to make it through. And I even told Ray that um, before we even went out there and performed, I was like, dude, the only thing we need to do is just go out there and have a good time and give people a show. Cause that's what we're, what we're here for. We're, we're here to entertain them. Mm -hmm. And we did, we, we got out there and we did what we wanted to do. We did exactly the way we wanted to do it and we felt we both felt so good about it and in that moment it honestly didn't matter even if i had went home because it was just that was how excited i was about it i was i was just happy at the fact that i got to show everyone that i'm a good performer that I'm a good singer and that I that I'm here to do what I was supposed to do, regardless of if I left. But then I just had that feeling like in my gut that was saying, it's not, it's not, it's not your time yet. It's not time to leave yet. 
And that's where that, that part of my name, you know, kind of went in. Yeah. The I will not go part. I will not where go. it was like, you know what? I'm not leaving. I don't, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna even put that in my mind right now. <laughs> like I'm here to, to make music. And if they really want me to stay here and make more music, then I need to, you know, have that mindset that I'm going to do that. And your musical journey doesn't end after the voice, whether or not you win the voice or you, exactly. you, I've, you know, I've talked to a lot of artists after the voice and it's such a high for them and such a high point in their life. And then after it's, I almost should do a show what, you know, after the voice, because after that, you know, you're, you also need to be ready to, to, not go in the next thing. These are opportunities and it's not, yeah. nothing's ever going to be your last. There will be a final show for both of you at one point in your life, but it's not for many, many, many years. So you've got to always look at for the next people do want to hear you. They do want to hear your music and, and look for that next opportunity. And, and exactly. that's also, I think one of the, the things that after the voice, it's almost like, Oh, you know, it's almost a depression for some of the artists that I've talked to. Like, because what's next? You know, what did that? What did that do for me? Can is it going to take me to the next level? Well, it's an opportunity, and it all depends on you and the artist. Um, okay, so I'm feeling the pressure right now. I want to be honest with both of you because I have three or four minutes left. And I've barely scratched the surface of getting to know you, Noya. So maybe I can ask you some of these. I do want to get some of these in uh, so that yeah. your fans um, get a little bit of a, a, a fuller picture of who you are. And and we'll have to always do part two and part three. You guys come back anytime. So let me, knowing that I have three or four minutes, let me ask you a couple of questions. I got three or four before we go. And um, and I hate for you to edit yourself, but just remember, I have four minutes. So, um, family comes first for you, and I love that. Friendship comes first. We've seen that with your relationship between you and Manessa here on the show. Um, you you have those values, those qualities that I think are what what make up a good man. And um, family comes first, and you've had you you're building a family right now. Uh, of soon-to-be backup singers for you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> how hard was the decision to leave music? You mentioned that you left it for six years to raise a family and be there for your family, and hats off to that, by the way. Thank you. Yeah, I'm, I'm a girl dad. I, like, I'm, I'm so thankful for the opportunity to raise two beautiful girls and hopefully live, live a long life to see them become beautiful women who outseen their dad. <laughs> and so... And one cool moment, uh, me and Vanessa were actually on the phone and I was playing around uh, singing Tennessee Whiskey by Chris Stapleton. Oh, I love that. Song. And my, my, my oldest daughter, Bella, she started harmonizing with me. And Manessa literally listened to this. She heard it too. And I was like, Vanessa, did you hear that? Wow. Like, did you hear her just harmonize with me? And she did. Like, she actually sang a perfect harmony with me and i could not believe that she's not even two yet she's not two <laughs> years old yet. and so that just that proved to me i'm like all right that's it like she's better than me now she's already she's a prodigy she got me so that's 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 what i'm excited for in the future um so bella so and then do you want to mention your other daughter's name yeah, so Iris. Yeah, Iris, so Bella and names. Iris. Those are, my, those are my two little, my little lady buds. You better so. thank your partner, too. <laughs> yeah, my partner, um, Elisa. She <laughs> is amazing. I mean, I wouldn't be where, I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be even be doing this interview 
or on the voice right now if it wasn't for her encouragement and pushing me to go ahead and kind of rip that band-aid and come back out of out of hiatus we need each other be kind to each other i'm gonna get that in again i just got back up on that soapbox um, i love that i love the support system you have and i love that the, the choices you've made and it it seems like they've worked out they're working out for you because look at your success right now where you're at um so good choices if you had to choose a song that described each daughter and their individuality for them what would the song for them be at this point in their Ooh. life that's really good. Um, I would say for Bella, um, I would say for her, the song that comes to mind for me is uh, Here Comes the Sun by the Beatles. Um, that's that's mm -hmm. like her whole personality. Like she's like she's the sunlight. She's my sunlight. And um, probably You Are My Sunshine is another one. And the really reason why I say that is because I used to sing that song for her every single day while she was in the womb when I found out we were pregnant with her. And so like those are like the two songs that come to mind when I think of her. Oh, and then for my youngest daughter, um, I would probably say Magic by Coldplay is one that comes to mind for me because like she just brightens up girl. She loves smiling. She loves to laugh. And like her smile is like magic to me. Like it. I'm not feeling good and she gives me a little smile like it's just it's like magic just brightens up my day <laughs> I love them. both good good songs and that that gives me a a picture of what they who they are and what they mean to you um <laughs> So, Noiva, you know, took a break from music. I'm just going to do this for you rather than make this a question. Uh, you took a break from music, to, you know, for your family and to spend more time with them. But you went back to music to show that you know, your dream of being a musician wasn't, you didn't, weren't held back by fear and that you can chase every opportunity and that you should never give up and i like that theme as well um i want to last question here we do have to say goodbye um, but i think it's so we're going to play here i just want to set this up a little bit um we're going to play your audition your i guess your interview um for the voice and you talk about your father and your grandfather and i was choked up about it's just it's just a beautiful uh, tribute to them and a memory and we play that so you're going to hear that um, when you, we came back from break and you play a song when we come in and we introduce you Noya we, we talk uh, we play a change is going to come um, now the way the world is these days uh, we've got to have a lot of faith that things will change but do you believe there's a change going to come absolutely Are you hopeful I do I'm, I'm never going to give up hope on on change because, you know, it's the thing that you have to remember is that change doesn't happen quickly. It happens over time. And I mean, if if it could, if it could, I wish it would. But at the same time, I'm not going to give hope that give up hope that it won't. So I'm I've I've made it this far on 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 never giving up. So why should I do give up now? Great. I love it. Grandfather. I love this. Uh, I may have the quote wrong, but I, I tried to get it right. Uh, you sang him a song and he, he smiled. He loved it. And he said uh, that it was the happiest time in his life. And, and it was also the saddest time in his life, uh, an event in his life. Can you explain that? Yeah. Yeah. So he was basically telling me about, you know, growing up in 
the deep South in the fifties and sixties and what it was like, you know, raising children in that time and in the time of just widespread and, you know, as I call it, scary racism, the scary kind where, you know, unfortunately black men and women were, were, were killed because of, you know, just being, being who they are. And, um, for me, it was something that I wanted to do to honor him. And he, when I sang it for him, it just like, I couldn't believe, you know, to see his facial expressions and all of that. Like, I, I mean, he was very surprised that I could even sing like that in the first place, but on top of it, being able to, you know, me see it from his perspective after he told me that was just something that I will never forget. And I will always share with my own children. Well, I appreciate you sharing the story. I think it was powerful and um, it's in this show forever now as well. So uh, thank you so much. Oh yeah, for sharing your story, for sharing your music. I hope you come back. Any anybody you want to thank at the end here before we say goodbye? Absolutely, yeah. You know, I'm gonna. I'll leave it with a quote that always, you know, that I always learned and that my parents always raised us on. I'm the youngest of five and grew up on a ranch in Jasper, Texas. And my parents always told me um, a quote from Maya Angelou. They always said, "People will forget what you said." People will forget what you've done, but people will never forget how you made them feel. And that's what music does to me. That's what music does to Manessa. That's what music does to all the contestants on, on The Voice. It makes us feel something. That's the reason why we love to do it. And so I'll leave everyone with that. You know, listen to music because it makes you feel. Don't listen to music because, you know, of, of those ulterior motives. And don't listen to music because... Or don't try to get into it because you feel like it's something that you um, that you should be doing because you want to make money. It's not about that. It's about that creativity. It's about the artistry. And so, yeah, always, always lead, lead by feeling and trust your gut. Good advice, Manessa. Your final words, anyone you want to thank or anything you'd like to say? Um, I think something that I would love to say is to just just be true to who you are and know that you have a voice and that don't let no one else take that power from you you guys are great people and uh i'm so happy that we got to know you a little bit more on this on this hour here on the show uh great advice from both of you and i'd love to i'm gonna leave it at that and one more thought to think about communicate but listen more and evolve. Everybody have a great week. Yeah, I never freestyled before. I'ma just try something new and explore. Yeah, I'm not a rapper, I'm a singer. Yeah, with these lyrics, I can still prove I'm a genius. Mom and dad told me never be afraid and go for your dreams so you can always have it made. But they also said nothing's guaranteed, so make sure to stay in school and be the best that you can be. So I graduated at the top of my class. Yeah, I finished. I'm really, really happy I passed. Now I'm finished with that, onto my big goals Breaking into an industry that I've been told is a little oversold Yeah, I'm that dude from American Idol Who got cut trying my very, very best to make the finals But it's all good, cause I'ma stay steadfast and strong Cause someday they'll all know who they passed on
this is comedian Mods Chobrani, and you are listening to The Jeremiah Show. Listen, man. Did you like our soundtrack? Find all of our soundtracks on Spotify. The Jeremiah Show. Look for the black label. As always, a big thanks to our station manager, Les Carroll, for letting us on the air at all. Listeners, we appreciate you and want to hear from you. Please send us your ideas at jeremiah at thejeremiahshow.com or on Messenger, on Facebook, or Instagram. The Jeremiah Show is produced by executive producer Jeremiah Higgins and me, your announcer, Tony Kelly. Communicate, listen more, and evolve. My name's Danny Trejo. Jeremiah, you're loved, Holmes. I love you. I love It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.